Blog Talk Radio. traditional way. Uh, get in line right now. Call us. And we'll talk to you live on air uh, during this here episode. Uh, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Get in line right now. 347-202-0103. Once again, hit us up right now on the Constellation Lines. 347-202-0103. Uh, if you can't call us live, but you do want to have your voice heard, the other way is to drop us a voicemail. Uh, call the voicemail line. You've got three unadulterated minutes to uh, you know, ask questions, post uh, comments, and rant, and rave, do all those kinds of things on the uh, on the voicemail. So drop us a voicemail at 347. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the call-in line. Uh, voicemail line is 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415 415- Seven eight seven five two two nine, and we do have a voicemail uh, today uh, from Hansi in Toronto, <clears throat> checking in uh, for the first time in a little bit. Uh, so don't let me forget that, y'all. I'm putting that on y'all. Uh, so we'll get to that. So yeah, so that's the voicemail. That's the call in. You can always drop us uh, an email. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. So drop us a, a, an email at. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. And uh, put somewhere in the subject line or the body, of the, somewhere in the body of the email <clears throat> that, you, uh, that you want it read in VIP or non-VIP. Uh, right now, we've got a non-VIP, so just one. So we've got plenty of room for emails, so drop us an email. Once again, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Dot com. You can always find us on Twitter. Hit us up there. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. Uh, you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. And uh, yeah, so those are all the uh, Twitter get adages. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Got an article or something cool to share, share it with us there, share it with the Linos and Linas alike. 
over there on the Facebook fan page. Once again, it's facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch, or, and you'll see us amongst the, uh, the family of, uh, of uh, Torch Facebook page. So, yeah. Uh, so, as promised, let's go ahead and uh, bring our good friend and uh, co-host, Cameron Hawkins, on to the show. Cam, what up? Not too much, man. Not too much. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, a few annoyances in life, but you know that's uh, that's that's how things that's how things go. Uh, how's everything with you? Things are all right. Things are all right. What's up with the uh, what's up with that banner dog? I haven't seen him in a little bit. He's doing well. He's doing well. Good, good to hear. Um. Yeah, let's let's uh <laughs> jump right the fuck in. Why 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 uh why beat around the bush with the ooh, yeah, what's the best, what's the biggest story of the week, Cameron? Um Yeah Yeah, Tessa Blanchard uh, apparently have is is a bully and even more apparent, a, a bigot, uh, kind of unrepentant. And uh yeah. And 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 well, it's weird. feels like before a victim. Because um, these things happen, some of these things happen right before. Like we we've, I think ever since what Travis about Saturday, even though we didn't say it specifically, we both knew this was the thing we were talking about. You know, like we just knew that this is what it was going to be. But mm-hmm. uh, R.I.P. Rocky Johnson, man. Um, yeah, that's you know. Yeah, that dropped in the last hour, hour or so. two hours. Yeah, within the last hour yeah. or two. Uh, Rocky Johnson, seventy-five. You know, so he wasn't, uh, you know, some youngster. You know, he wasn't fifty or fifty-five, where you're like, oh man, what a. But when anybody dies, you know, it, it, it's sad. Yeah. And, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, but of course, you know, a giant wrestling star in his own right, one of the most prolific. Uh, you know, black wrestlers ever. Um, I think he's wrestled pretty much everywhere there was to wrestle, like in when in his day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, at least every. You know, I don't think he was in every territory. That's ridiculous, but probably wrestled in every quadrant of the country and Mexico and Canada and Japan. And at that point, like where probably Australia, you know, everywhere there was wrestling to be wrestled. Uh, I'm. Damn sure Rocky Johnson wrestled there, and if not main event, it was uh, you know part of making money on that card. Yeah, what's what's super interesting, you know, at sixty five, they wouldn't have written this in his eulogy, but at seventy five, you know, father of the biggest movie star in the world, you know. Um, that, is, that is true. Yeah, ten years ago, that that was ten years ago. We were like, man, did. Uh, Rock make the right decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try, that's all you get. <clears throat> um, um, sorry, I threw myself off. You know. But um, but yeah. Um, so definitely Rocky, Rocky Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. you know, prayers to the family. I'm sure you know you go through, you know, a lot. Um, and and then even you know your parents not being together 
adjust the grieving. Like, there's a lot. Um, so thoughts for everybody involved. Uh, never an easy process. Um, mm-hmm. You know, good luck working through that. So, so yeah. Um, but, no, like we said, um, the, the Tessa Blanchard thing is just uh, – yeah. It's a fascinating story. You know, we were we were talking last week about you know the big stories in wrestling and and her match was you know, one of the biggest certainly of that week. Yeah, of last week. But remember when I'm talking about it, you know, one of my points was kind of like I don't know if I said it outright, but it was like this should be a bigger story, you know, mm-hmm. and why why aren't we hearing more about it? And I felt bad that I had it as a footnote. And, you know, turns out, um, you know, I, I drew allusions to, to Kofi in his run-up for the title. Now, Impact is not WWE and it's not AEW, but, you know, Kofi Kingston was not only the talk of, like, shows like ours, but celebrities and wrestlers and people wrestling adjacent were all championing his run-up to the title and how this weekend was about him. And, you know, things like that. And, you know, there there was debate, even though I think they went the right way, there was debate about whether that match should main event the show or not uh, because of what it meant, you know. Um, but, you know, Tessa Blanchard, who had been, you know, for, for months considered, you know, able to compete with the men um, and, and seemed at home wrestling men and was not looked at as a joke, whether or not you agree women should wrestle men, Nobody thought that it was like a farce, her competing, you know. Um, so we get her going for the Impact World Title, and nobody's talking about it. When I say nobody, like other wrestlers aren't talking about it. People on Twitter aren't talking about it. So Saturday before the event, and I couldn't even say what pay per view was. Trav, what was the name of this pay per view? Hard. Was it uh, hard, hard to kill. Hard, oh, we'll, hard, we'll yeah, hard to kill. <laughs> but um, yeah. Before Hard to Kill, um, she tweets out, "How about women supporting each other?" And when women support women, good things happen. How, like how about is that? that? What she like, says specifically? Yeah, okay. more. It was closer to that. Yes. Okay. Who would have thought she tweets you that? Know, out. Like, yeah. And she's not even somebody who's super active on social media. Um, and and it wasn't in response. It was it was if I'm not mistaken, it was, it was, it was her her own tweet, not in response yeah. to not subbing anybody and that I, we know of. She wishes that that Twitter option to where you could tweet something and nobody could respond. She wishes they they'd already rolled that out last weekend because she tweets that out and then you start to see other wrestlers of, of notoriety and fame saying like, hey. Remember that time you held me down? Remember that time you told that promotion not to book me? Remember that time that you bullied me backstage? Remember that time we got to an actual physical fight in the ring and outside of the ring? Remember when you told me nobody respects me? Which is all like, I'm not going to say catty, which is what people say there are two sides to every story. That's absolutely not true, but this is a situation that would warrant people at least giving that some some merit, right? But then somebody says, hey, remember that time we were in Japan and you spit in that gross face and called her the N-word? Everybody was like, wasn't that the first one, though, Cam? 
was it was one of the first ones. Um, but it wasn't the that's very the one that like it seems to be the one that kind of set it off at least for well, that, for, for me yeah, who's not like all on the story. Let me tell the story, Trash. But no, no, no. I, I think that's um, how I interpret it because it, the very first thing was not you did this racist thing. It was more like you're a bad person. Um, but then yeah, that, that tweet comes out, and then the the young lady who it was directed to quote tweeted who said it and was like, hey. Thanks for finally saying what happened to me. And, and not that they were hiding it, but that just like thanks for speaking up for me, I didn't feel comfortable saying it, you know. Um, so everybody's like, putting that it's out there, you know. I, it's one of those things where it's like, well, <laughs> you know, because easily you know, that person, she could have been like, man, like, like, yo, like, what you doing? I didn't want that out. But she clearly was like, Hey, yeah. I didn't feel comfortable doing it or putting that info out there because, you know, I got a career to think about. A conversation about not just, not just people of color, not just women, but, you know, wrestlers in general who a bad thing happens to them and they feel like they can't say anything because then they won't make it. That's another conversation, right? Right. So her being a bad person, um, is one thing, but now you have like racism accusation. So the first thing she responded to was one of the points about her holding somebody back or bullying them, and she was like, nah, it's not even the case. Like, you can't say that. This happened, this, that, and the third. But then she doesn't address the other one. Travis, what do racists do when they're accused of racism? They say, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, like, how is she getting this all so wrong? It's it's crazy, right? So this is Saturday. Um, you know the uh, it might have been Sean Ross sat, but you know we we talked to a few people who deal in these things, and it was basically like, yo, Tess is scheduled to meet with the media on Sunday morning. Like, what what's gonna happen here? And she doesn't meet with the media. Um, she knows something, right? And and that comes out. It's like, and my thing was like, look, based on her responses, there was no way she was not going to no show it. You know what I mean? Like that was really because I don't feel like she was handling what was asked of her the right way. So whether she was remorseful or not. Like, it made sense pulling her from that, right? So then Sunday night happens, she wins the title. And she gives a, a, a post-match speech, which isn't and aired, unaired. It's still in there. Yeah. But, but, but this is the thing, though. It's not unaired because it's 2020, right? Matter like, of fact, you know because of its fucking impact, you know – and I don't know the exorbitant or extrapolated amount of people, and that's neither one of those are it. But that's what I'm thinking. M- way more exponential amount of people saw the clip of her bullshit post-match speech than saw the match or the show. Like either. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I'm putting everybody, people that steal pay-per-views, uh, all that. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, 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 what's the damn Twitter video thing? Periscope, all that shit. Yeah. Oh, more people saw that clip on Twitter, Twitch. that fan, yeah. uh, that fan 
fan video, the, just the cell phone video from the crowd of that bullshit post-speech and saw the match. And that in itself should... That's troubling. <laughs> right? And this is not how you get... You know, if more people saw the clip and it's like of some shit that's going to make them go, oh, wow, I need to watch mm-hmm. this show. Uh, but if they go, oh, and hear the context... And, yeah. So None of it's so. And I don't want to totally misquote what she said, but I've watched it a few times. And it was basically like, you know, regardless of, you can say what you want about me, but I'll tell you this. I have one of the strongest minds that I know. What the fuck is that? Wait, 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 wait. Because we can talk about that all day, and I want to. I have one of the strongest minds that I know. And when you say something bad about me, you're saying something bad about all of us. And none of it no. changes the fact that I'm the Impact Champion. Ugh. Like it was, it was, it was as if it was focus grouped to be the most egregiously tone deaf piece of shit response you can yeah. have. Yeah. Like what can yeah. you say in very few words to make it? Very clear. We don't give up. And, and 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 on and on top of that, not only don't we give a fuck and all that, let's show some just blatant Trump like arrogance. I have been... <laughs> How? Did you take a test? Did you you know, like did you hold the bench press uh, record? Didn't yeah, I got some of the strongest arms and chest in the world. Look at this tangible thing that I nobody can beat. <laughs> I have one of the yeah. strongest lines. No, <laughs> oh, you don't. Yes. It's laughable, obviously. And the thing is, like, it, it serves no purpose to say that. Like, even though it doesn't mean anything, like, even though what you said is nonsensical, and, like, you're actually insulting your own intelligence with what you said, um, like, it doesn't... It had no context in what you were saying. Like, you can say what you want about me. Okay, but listen, though. We're saying you're a racist. <laughs> like, it should matter to you um, whether you're a racist or not to clarify where you stay. Like, most times you go, well, no, Cam, she's just a bigot because she doesn't have any power. Well, well, mm-hmm. she kind no, of does. She's, she's literally exercising her power. <laughs> right to, to do like, things yeah. on well, you know, sure. It's not she's not keeping people from getting getting approved by housing and, and <laughs> you know turning down but, small business loans. But fuck, this is people's livelihoods and careers and shit. And yeah, so it's like yeah, that's and right. so like it made sense or that, that she had very few now. Yeah, it, so let's talk about the aftermath of it because um, it's really interesting that. You know who came out to speak up for. So, if you watch the entirety of the clip, who greets her at the top of the stage to give her a hug? I don't know. Gail Kim. Okay. So Gail Kim, who's you know, first of all, Gail Kim's first appearance on on Monday Night Raw, where she hit that like body scissors was amazing. Um, but, you know, Gail Kim's big thing is, wow, WWE's racist as shit, right? But that's her calling card. 
um, and she points out specific things that she went through and why she doesn't want to do business with her. So Kato Kim, <laughs> like whose who's whole thing is like, hey, racism is terrible and the machine shouldn't let this prosper, like greeted her at the top of the ramp. Um, so it's like, and, and nobody else really, like suspicious by her absence was Jordan Grace, um, who... And this isn't this is me faulting Jordan Grace, but Jordan Grace seems to always have something to say about every incident in wrestling and yeah. every time that she's been slighted. Especially so, when it involves women. Mm-hmm. And when it involves people who, you know, point out, you know, the the, the, the dynamic between her and her fiancé. Um, you know, these are things she speaks out about. Yeah. So, and so it's like, well, this is kind of that thing, Jordan Grace. But, you know, she was quiet about it. And, and I, again, I get protecting the money. Like, this, that's kind of what we're talking about. Like, people, Tessa Blanchard seems to have the ability to, you know, at the very least, influence a woman's position on a car or in a show. So, that happens. And then, you know, Kiera Hogan says, hey, we don't, you know, we don't know everything about everybody, and so we shouldn't put business out there. Like, her and her girlfriend were threatening to bite people. And it's like, okay, but people are mad about racism, though. Like, why are you? Why do you want to fight them? Why don't you want to address the racism? And you know, Scorpio Sky, who I've probably unnecessary, I've probably championed somebody I'm not super familiar with to an unnecessary point. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, he yeah. posts a picture of him hussing, him hugging Tessa, and mm-hmm. then posts an MLK quote. And so, oh, wow, you know, know like like they try us being, you know, men. Of a, of a certain ethnicity and a certain age, we get overly annoyed when when black people, of all people, want to defend a white person by posting a Martin Luther King quote. And usually the the it's usually you know, a white person one of the, 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 <laughs> the quotes is like the mainstream soft yeah, you know piece of love turn the other cheek one not exactly not the more. He wasn't ever violent, but he certainly was more aggressive than, you know, the ones that they... Yeah, but not the whole... In action are the worst thing ever. (laughs) Not that part. Right. Like, I can deal with a fucking KKK segregationist frothing at the mouth guy. Those guys, Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, I bet. But it's the... They're they're dangerous, but it's the the comfortable liberal... I I forget the exact quote, but uh, that... Mm -hmm. that, that that worries me. That wouldn't do anything in the end. Yeah. But, but the white the white moderate is what it was. But yeah. The com- but the the quality the the, the adjective, comfortable white moderate or the something white moderate mm-hmm. that really put that line that that quote over. And yeah. And so, love, yeah, it's yeah. crazy because in relation to that, um, what's her name? Melissa Santos um, came out with possibly a dumber quote than Tessa. She said, oh, but Tessa, yes, but Tessa did also say um, nobody's perfect because, you know, you know. Um, she has one of the but, but Melissa Santos said, you're accusing her of being a bully. You're accusing her of being a racist. Listen, nobody's perfect, and there are real racists out there, and that's what we should worry about. So in relation to the MLK quote, she did exactly the thing. I mean, it's like exactly the thing. It's like if you said, you know, somebody, some somebody might call her, or you know, call him a, an abuser or 
you know, violent, but there are real killers and murders out there. Yeah, Nobody's perfect. Exactly. And it's like, oh, so like punching your spouse or kids around isn't so because they're not murdering and being that extra uh-huh. part of violence. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's absurd. Exactly. Exactly. You accuse, so, yeah, and the way she framed it, you you accuse her of being a racist and being a bully. Nobody's perfect. Not no, she's not. It's nobody's perfect. Yeah. Like it's basically saying, well, yeah, so nobody's perfect. Yeah, but, but it could be worse. Like, and then you get close or published on that fucking uh, video, Snapchat or tweet or whatever it was. Like, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with people? Yeah, and, and then the the icing on the cake was. In the midst of these women having a disagreement, uh, Moose felt the need to quote tweet and say that, wow, you feel the need to bring this conversation up now? You're really showing your character. Like Moose, of all people, interjected himself into a disagreement between women. Well, well, why? Nobody asked his opinion. What's the context of that? Why does it make it even more hilarious than just. Am I missing? Oh, I'm clearly missing something. Yeah, the reason that Moose is not in WWE is because he threw his wife down a set of stairs <laughs> on his way out of the NFL. Like, what is that's, wrong with these people? That's oh my god! Yes, that's an extra flavor of life. It's a, it's a <laughs> fascinating. Like, it, it, it just kept getting better. It just kept getting better. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah I so. Well, I guess he doesn't care. Like now, people get the like. There's an entire wrestling Twitter, or you know, wrestling dickhead bigot Twitter, wrestling Twitter that can point to Moose and fucking Scorpio Sky and be like, they were they were cool with it. Not only are they yeah. cool with it, they're uh, um, they're supporting her. They're not, not, they're not just mad. They're supporting her and telling. Y'all to fuck off. So yeah, why don't y'all fuck yeah. off? And it's not a big deal. It's like, man, y'all just letting yourselves be. <sighs> yeah, and, and and the thing is, like, and this is this is my biggest point. Like, like like you and I are close, right? Mm-hmm. Cameron and Travis are close. I told you, I maybe told you, but I know I've told like, I've told the Mileses and the Peanuts of the world. I said, look, if I ever get accused. Of let's say domestic violence. Let's just say it. I don't want you to say shit. Don't defend me. Don't say nothing about the girl. Don't do nothing. I don't want you to say a word about me. If anybody asks about me, you don't got nothing to say. Because one, you don't know what happened. Two, I'm not going to be member to an event that makes people all of a sudden distrust women around me as being terrible people. Or women in general. Like, I don't want no parts of that, right? Like, I, I just don't want you to speak on it because I'm not going to be party to a culture that does that to people, whether I did it or not. The facts are going to come out, right? So I, I, I don't understand. I, I, I will never understand a black man interjecting himself into a conversation about a white woman doing something or being accused of doing something blatantly racist to a black woman. I'll never get it. And I sure as hell don't understand. Like, like I, I can't, I don't speak on it, and I'm not going to, but 
there's a thing that happens sometimes in WWE that when it happens, I don't speak on it. You know why? Because based on things that have happened in my past, I'm not qualified to speak on it. I'll say shit. Whether I, whether it's good, bad, or in between. Like, everything's not for everybody to talk about. It just don't work like that. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand a Scorpio Sky on his way up. You know, I don't, I don't understand a Moose who, if he ever has a shot, has to shut up. Um, uh, Kiera Hogan, I chalk it up to being young and dumb. Uh, Mercedes Santos, I chalk it up to be fucked stupid. Listen, because we, we do. We live in. We have to understand. We got a bunch. There's a bunch of 15, 17, 19, 20 year old black kids that are cool with their white friends saying nigga in all kinds yeah. of content. Yeah. In all kinds of contexts. Not just, oh, they're singing along with the show or with the song. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, that's bad enough. But, like, yeah. like in regular, normal conversation, like, so we live, like, it's so to them, uh, not all of them. I don't even want to pretend like it's the majority. But there's a real, real good amount of young black kids that are just like, you know, so, you know, it's, you know, they didn't do anything. We don't have to, there's no, they just don't understand. Like they're they gonna fucking learn. It's just a matter of well, you'll live life, and it's gonna hit them. You'll yeah. see what 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 that's about. But at the moment, mm-hmm. just fucking dangerous and be used. Because they will get a situation like this. Like their their white friends that like to say nigga are fucking bad people or anything. They just yeah. grow up in but a they, culture where they don't have fucking boundaries. When you know, yeah, the white person in the face the first time they said it, and was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh I, 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 I. and they can't. Or, you know, I mean, it's weird to talk about. You know, you know, weird to talk about white people code switching. Like, right? Like, it's weird to talk about white people having a code switch. But, like, if Tessa Blanchard should never feel comfortable enough, and and again, like, I, I'm, I'm willing to believe that this happened because if if everybody says you're a bad person. Matter of fact, if everybody I talk to, like, with knowledge of the situation, says that you were bad, but you've gotten better, I know what that means. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can read between the lines when they say that. Like, you were fucking up, and you might yeah, have to go to the party more. you were trash. Yeah. Now you're just, but you it was know, as, a little bit of garbage. Yeah, it's as easy as saying, yo, I was wilding out five, six years ago. I... You know, I should have never done that. I'm sorry for doing it. Um, I understand that you can't forgive me. I'm trying to be better. It's that easy. Like and people are like, oh, away. shouldn't. It's not. We're not even talking about it today. Certainly not for 15 fucking 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. If, and my thing if was after that after that first run of tweets, and then the one that really got everybody talking, the spitting and calling the bitch and the, mm-hmm. the fucking. You know, even after all that, if you're like, if you, because you, you have to know people are going to just let people know about that story and, and have been mm-hmm. keeping a lid on it. And Travis, I think that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing we have to point out. We started the story with this and we'll, we'll end with it when it's time to yeah. end with it. But, People were not attacking Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard was out of pocket saying something that was super tone deaf based on yeah. her history. Right. 
Like she and once one person, two people, six people, and then eyewitnesses more than just like, oh yeah, I heard because you yeah, know, I was in a small industry. Exactly. It was started actual people that were there or had their own personal yeah. experience. Maybe didn't get spit in the face, but had their that. What's that? <laughs> it was it was courage. You got to get Yo, thin. Yeah, so, Faye Jackson yeah, had was, beef with nobody in wrestling. Was like uh, was like yeah. I'm the one that had to break up the fight in the ring. It's like, damn. Like, <laughs> everybody. And then, of course, like, you know, icing on the cake. Joey Ryan was like, man, I can't believe this fake Twitter outrage. And everybody was like, um, weren't you hype about the Twitter outrage six months ago when it helped you get Jim Cornette out the paint? Right. <laughs> you know what he said? He said, oh, sorry, Twitter. Y'all win. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, my gosh. It's just the bad things people say about wrestlers, like, keep, they, they can't stop. Like, they can't stop doing the things that get them in trouble, which makes their, which makes people's opinions of them fairly authentic. Um, which, like, which, also, which also highlights that it's not all systematic. You know, like, yeah. you could, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not all management or the fucking networks or whoever keeping you down, the man keeping you down. It's, your fucking peers. It's the people that you, when you walk into a locker room, you got to shake everybody's fucking heads. All those folks. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's, uh-huh. and it's uh, you know, like anything else, if you work in a fucking, you know, sales place and you're cubicle and that kind of backbreaking yeah, stuff, you know, that, that's just, yeah, yeah, that's just, but, so, you know. This was the crazy yeah. part, though. <clears throat> if, if all those things happened up until Sunday night, People were like, man, this is going to suck when, uh, like, she messed up her shot. They're not going to book her to win the title now. I was like, um, why wouldn't they book her to win the title? Like, right. that ain't going to change. Like, they know who they're dealing with. They've probably heard the same rumors and know the same stories, and they decided to pursue this route anyway. There's no way they're going to, like, not have her win the title. Like, I don't know what like, oh, oh, you guys think racism is. Huh? The company's like, oh, that came out? Uh, yeah, right, exactly, well. exactly. So, but guys, I don't know what you think about racism, but you know, look around, <laughs> look around the wrestling companies. Like, there's a lot of people with a lot of incidents who still are in good positions. Like, you know, you, you always kind of point to like, to me, Randy Orton is like the guy to point to. Like, and what I mean is, Randy Orton is a military deserter. Like, mm-hmm. he's a he's a marine that went AWOL, and he's in been in a great position in WWE for 10 years. So, like, once you pass that, well, 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 when I say 10 years, I'm just thinking about the last decade. He's been in a great okay. position the whole time. Yeah, like, this is information everybody knows. And they did, never soured on him at any point, regardless. So, you know, you doing things that are terrible but aren't crimes – like you're going to be in an okay position in WWE or in wrestling. Like that's, that's kind of how it works. Um, you know, Teddy Hart is getting bookings, but that's a whole other story. Whole other thing one, is, I don't know like, enough yeah, about the. Yeah. There's no and, reason at all to think that they would not book her to win the title, but then she cuts that stupid ass speech, and I'm like, how do they feel now? Like I'm like I'm, I'm not saying like they're like on pins and needles about it, but they gotta feel a bit stupid. Um, they should have at least said, "Look, you can't say nothing after the match." Like, 
They yeah. went from it was she won she won the title in less than less than two minutes. Like somebody said, ninety seconds later they were off air. Yep, they cut the feed. And, it was on, and it wasn't yeah. like they were up against like a fucking clock or anything. They had about eleven minutes. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Where, uh, like, what kind uh, of shit is that? That's the kind of thing where if you have terrible production and they, uh, I, I remember, the, I remember specifically one time the Dudleys won, uh, a, you know, their 25th time, and then they just as soon as they won it, they held up their arms and they cut backstage to like a comedy thing. I was like, wow, that's like their 28th time winning, and you're trying to make a big deal out of it, and you just went right away from it. But this was even more egregious. They just, but I, I think they. They had their reasons. Like, all right, well, I think she's going to say something. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the, the overarching story. Um, so uh, I think the next biggest thing, uh, yeah. I'm sure people are going to talk about that, but uh, AEW signing a deal through 2023 um, to get a second show during that time as well. So. Mm-hmm. A win for that company. Um, yep. And the joke that I made was, I think they uh, they smashed NXT in the ratings last week, went into that office and said, look, we did what we said we were going to do. <laughs> What's up on updating that contract, big dog? Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and that, I don't, I, I wonder what does that mean for, like, I wonder in one way, like, oh, they're just going to solidify they're going to go, oh, what we do is good. Uh, have, being like a super indie and not being totally coherent. And I don't want this to go off with a rant on fucking AEW. But whatever, being what they are, they're going to double down and go, well, this is what people want. Instead, more, more likely than them going, okay, we've got three years. We've got four years, whatever it is. Let's take a breath. Let's not be so frantic. Let's think about, you know, I, I remember those first four, first, first four weeks, maybe they still do it. I haven't watched them, you know, so long, but they were always uh, promoting, you know, two weeks out at least uh, for their, for their big matches. Uh, it feels like some of the stuff when I hear about it, it's like, man, they, they just, they just had that on TV. Like what's, what the hell? But mm-hmm. So I hope they take the okay. Let's take a breath. We got. We can tell some stories. Let's build some people and not be so frantic and maybe sign some fucking talent. God damn it. Uh, or they yeah. just yeah double down on what they are and go hey, let's you know million miles an hour. Let's do comedy shit and just be WWE light, indie WWE sort of. And a note. At the end of my mock projected uh, Cody and the guys speech to TNT, at the end of that, they went out and signed Billy Gunn's son, who I never heard of until they signed. So they're signing more of their people's their friends. Yeah, that's what this company is built on the the foundation to sign their friends, and it's like when you fucking back in the late nineties how. Rappers did like you get a crew, so yeah. maybe somebody in the crew breaks out. They get their crew and the record bullshit, and they're all fucking under the same stupid, you know, so one three sixty deal or another. Yeah, and I, I said it on the I said it on the tenth because um, it happened on the ninth. I said January 9th 
was the last time that you could ever ask what top indie black wrestlers are there for AEW to sign. Like, that conversation, it was already stupid, but that conversation's dead. Like, nobody heard of Billy Gunn's kid until he was signed. And I'm going to die on that hill. Like, the, to me, you know what equality is, Travis? Being able to be mediocre in black and get the same privileges as a mediocre white person. Let me um, let me take let me take this this moment to to, to shout out the latest episode of uh, Podcast Bulls. Uh, go, go check them out. Uh, Podcast B O L S, uh, where they had a whole conversation about average black quarterbacks. Like you. <laughs> Like we're finally entering an age where you're like, oh, like this guy could, you could just be, and sort of, not, we're not totally there. I don't think uh, it's getting better. Yeah, but it's certainly you percent. don't have to James be a world beater, and that's exactly who they bought mm-hmm. out, James Winston. Uh, you don't have to be some world beater, and then on top of that, take all this criticism when you have a bad game or lose a playoff round or game mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. That's James. Um. So, yeah, so check out the podcast. So, yeah, like, so that part of the conversation where, you know, what, and I'm not even just, like, I'm talking about black wrestlers because I'm, I'm black, but not even just that. Like, what me, what Hispanic wrestlers are designed, what Japanese wrestlers are designed, whoever, it literally doesn't matter because AEW is proving that it's not merit-based, like how they scout talent and assign people. If it was merit based, if it was merit based, like why would Joey fucking Janela be featured prominently on national t- cable TV? And Marco main, ev- main event of a pay per view against uh, against uh, like there's nobody better than these guys to be in this. I don't. Spot. I don't have anything against Darby Allen. Like Darby Allen has had a world title shot, like. Darby Allen is better, so much better than fucking Joey Janela or Marco Stunt. No, I agree. Or any of these indie think, fucks that they, they have I'm on I'm not saying he's not show. good, but what I'm saying is that you're not telling me that Darby Allen is a generational talent. I think he's good. Like, nothing, I hate that I always bring him up because it sounds like I'm, I'm making a knock on him. I just mm-hmm. think he's good. I don't think he's great. I just think he's good. You know, right, so, think, and that's fair. Yeah, he's he's good. But they yeah. did they did and, at least tell a story with him. They built him since before they had TV. They were yeah, you know, telling a certain story with him, and and it's like okay, and, it's not absurd that he's getting title matches, and then he loses them. That's like okay, that's what he should. Even though he has his arm tied behind his back and gets hit with all kinds of sanitary, it's, it got absurd at points. But Darby Allen as a whole in that spot isn't as absurd as you know. Marco Stunt being featured in over and over yeah. again, taking up TV time from it. It literally, they could literally plug a black guy in there and just do it, and it should not have to be. You yeah, know, I don't even know that great far. Black wrestler, as far yeah, as who's like, a great black wrestler that can, you know, that they should find. It's like no, who's the average black wrestler they should find, and let him go out and do average shit like they're letting these other people do. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know. They were like, they did their okay. So that tweet that showed that they signed the deal, Travis. The tweet that they showed that signed the deal had uh, a big 
artwork piece of ten male wrestlers on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what the? Can you tell me what the? Tell me what you think the ethnic makeup was of of those ten. I'm gonna say nine white guys and a, and a and a token somebody. Nine white guys on a fucking dinosaur. Oh my god! So ten white guys. <laughs> so ten, and I think I think I think Luchasaurus is actually half some kind of Yeah. But nine white guys and a dinosaur. And he's a half like, Mexican who loves to fucking poke fun at race dynamics and say things like dinosaur lives matter and. You know what about yeah. that kind of shit? Don't, like, as yeah, if don't, it's a fucking uh, don't appropriate a, a giant joke. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and somebody, somebody was like, we were talking about it on Twitter, and they basically were like, like you got to understand, like when, of course, I got to understand, right? When, when you're doing like promotions, like what's going to look more appealing to to the masses? Like Luke Perry's son and a guy in a dinosaur mask, and I was like. We're doing. We're having that. Con- I thought that conversation ended with Black Panther, like at least for movies. So you rest would think in, it was fucking rest in uh, peace to uh, the dead. Like absolutely rest in peace to the dead. Nobody knows Jungle Boy's Luke Perry son, unless they watch AEW already. What's like, more appealing to the masses? I mean, that is the most tired fucking argument. Yeah, I see. Do you understand what you're saying? That's the thing. Do you, you understand what you're saying? And I have to tell them, like, the point that you're like, making like, is WWE, why they don't change almost, almost to a fault, uh, uh, in some instances, has gone. Put some on here. Y'all want women? <laughs> we're, we're, no, no, specifically, like, we're women. Like, I want women? We're going to give you women. I saw, I just saw yeah. some kind of advert on the, a bumper on my guy NXT for last week on in the background. And it was a big, a big thing, one of those... Uh, montage wrestler uh, uh, things where they're kind of lined up on each side of the page or the poster going like in an ascending line upward and they were all in black and white and boom, right in the middle in the forefront in colors, Becky Lynch. I was like, damn, they're still going hard with Becky Lynch, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and so how are you behind WWE when it comes to like and you're this supposed to be young Thoughtful, fucking uh, aware company. Yeah. Like every day, I'm I realize that they're 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 structured. There, if you put Tony Khan at the top, they're run by a fucking giant mark. People have said it. People have said it, and I <clears throat> thought it wasn't fair. Like you can't say Tony Khan. No, he gets on Twitter four more years, four more years. Like that's his. Like he's undignified. At the very least. And I know that might be rich <laughs> coming from a guy who's fucking yelled into a fucking headset for 10 years about wrestling and being silly and stupid at times. But the guy is so undignified. And that, that, that might be rich for, say, for a company run by like Vince McMahon, who's done the, been the most in, you know, undignified. But Vince McMahon, not on TV, is. Well, I was going to say that Bob Costas and those kind of Armin Katayan interviews, like, but that was on TV, him giving into his ego and character. But Vince McMahon, like, fucking in a boardroom or doing business deals and shit, like, can you imagine him uh, tweeting out, we got the Mattel deal? Like, fuck no, man. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
Because it's expected. Like, I'm this. I got that deal done. Big fucking deal. And Tony Khan easily could have been like, I want to thank everybody who worked hard to get this to get this extension. Uh, way to go. Let's all, uh, look towards the future. Or something super. It's the most undignified four more years. Four more years. Like, fuck you, Tony Khan. Like, just be an adult. Like, don't be... One of the if, if Cody or one of the Omega or somebody tweeted that, fine. Even even though they're executives, you know, or especially if one of the regular just wrestlers that's just happy to have, you know, and a lot of people are coming at it from the hey, people have security now. People in other companies can go okay, oh they got security now. I know everything gets ratcheted up a level, but fuck, have some kind, have your boss, have the guy in charge face of the company in a lot of ways because he puts himself out there with the conferences and the and the questions and Q and A's. You know, maybe him not just be such a fucking you know kid running his fucking first company. That's what it seems. So all right. Let's uh let's talk to some people. Let's uh let's go up to Newark and and talk to Kylan who <laughs> I forgot all about last week and he hung on so long and then when I looked up to get him on air he was gone so let's not treat him like that again. Uh, bring on Kylan. Kylan, what's going on, man? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. All right. What's on your mind? Um. To kick us off this week, I happened to just run across some additional breaking news regarding the TNT Warner Media extension deal for AEW. All right, give it to us. According to TNT president Kevin Riley. There is a strong possibility that an AEW dark style show with documentary elements could be added to a Warner Media property. Very soon. Hmm. So I guess I have to assume that's that's not the second show that like came out in the original. That sounds a a little bit, a little bit different. No, no. This is just coming out. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, I I I guess. Do you want to see a documentary about the the uh, who we just talked about? Skateboard guy? Devlin? Not Devlin. Um, fuck. Darby Allen? You want to see a I mean, that actually might be good because they, they did like a nice little two minute video package like, when they first got on TV. And it was, and it was uh, or before they got on TV. Maybe for, the, for their paper, one of their pay per view. Uh, and it was a, a good, like, oh, wow, this, this kid is really into skateboarding. Interesting, you know, kind of, you know, character. Um, but I don't know. It's the thing like you should probably live some life before you try to write songs. 
and like record an album or an EP or something? If you want it to be more than just like, I guess, pop fluff. So shouldn't, I hope this is just, hey, we have, we signed up for the next four year, three, four years. Maybe they're just planning for that third year, that second, that third, that fourth year. But I don't want to see an AEW documentary or any kind of series yet. Like, I, mean, I guess behind the scenes, people always kind of want to see that day of sort of like what WWE does. But I don't know. They they do with the best. If I want to see documentary stuff about big time wrestling events and day of day in the life of a wrestler or whatever, like I just get the feel. I just get to live some life vibes when I hear that. Like a second show, who's demanding a second show? I'm. I just want your first show to be better so I can start watching that again. Who's the man? A dem- what? <laughs> yeah. Well, remember, Travis. Remember, Travis. Te- television ha- has become not. The, not the business of fans actually demanding of the program, but they need content. Right. No, I, I get that. Uh-huh. They, they need content for eight hundred fucking platforms. to have anything on their network that people watch. So. Apparently, Kevin Riley has numbers that that show him people are really watching this all elite wrestling stuff. We need to give them as much of this as possible because this is like the only thing people are watching on TNT. Yeah. Do you think, is there any chance, and there's got to be, I don't think this is, uh, I'm thinking about it, it's probably been thought about four years ago, that there's like a a media warner or whatever kind of over-the-top thing that they might be looking forward to, and if they can offer impact pay-per-view, or AEW pay-per-views, if you have the app, like if you don't have the app, you got to spend 40 bucks on Fight TV or wherever the fuck you get pay-per-views at. But if you have the Warner Media app with a bunch of, I don't know, Warner stuff, uh, you'll get AEW pay-per-views for, for free. Like, they'll just, you know, you'll show up and you'll watch them and we'll put them on a feed and it'll be there for you to watch uh, on that on that day live. Is that a way Is that a way that Warner Media over-the-top streaming app can immediately get, uh, you know, 100,000 people? To, uh, I don't know if it's that. Yeah. Yeah, a million people watch AEW. One hundred thousand people of their fans certainly would. Could, I could see them signing up for, you know, six bucks a month, and so they could have access to their pay per views four times a year. Maybe, maybe literally that's the that's. I mean, that's got to be just the thinking because that's that seems to be the thinking of all of the the big conglomerates of, of that are doing cause streaming and over the top is obviously. Well, well, since you brought it up, Warner Media is about to launch HBO Max, 
in May, which right. is HBO, which is we're just gonna have a bunch of DC content on it. Which is HBO's streaming platform, which when uh, when AEW signed their original deal, that there was the possibility of HBO Max leaving stuff. So yeah. I wonder if, if that's still on the table for them. And the the really cool part of that deal is for, for the people who, who already have HBO in their cable packages, from what I understand, those people will be automatically grandfathered in to receive HBO Max when it launches. Um, so cool. So that means Rich will be grandfathered in, which means I will be grandfathered in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, cool. I mean, yeah, this this streaming stuff, it's it's really getting out of hand. And if you saw like articles and stuff that were like came out in twenty fourteen, fifteen, they were like, Y'all, y'all think y'all, y'all think it's like cutting this cutting the cord is gonna be, you know, yeah, my cable bill is hundred and fifty bucks. I gotta get this down and Net, internet and Netflix, hey, look at that. I'm down to, uh, and Hulu, I'm down to, you know, paying 50 or 70 bucks a month. So much better. And then slowly but surely, you tack on six ninety nine here, nine ninety nine here, twelve ninety nine there over, over, you know, four or five years. And some people's entertainment, you know, bills are just as much, if not more, than they were in 2010. Or twenty, like say twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. That's when I started, mm-hmm. and I think it became like a a real thing that people were doing uh, in, in in droves. Um, now, if you have if you have uh, if you're legit paying for all your platforms and, and streaming stuff, you can easily be paying a hundred bucks a month, and in, including whatever you pay for for internet. Um, so I had to get in Grande Communications' ass uh, the other day. I get a, I get a flyer with, uh, it's like a Christmas thing. It's like, hey, you, you know, because my shit just went up, and they were like, yeah, we not, we don't have any deal to like drop your shit back down. So I'm stuck paying seventy four bucks a month for for internet again when it was, whatever. So I get the thing. It's like thirty five ninety nine. So you figure, oh, that's that's what I was paying before, and after taxes, it's like fifty six bucks, and boom, I want that. So what they offered me was something that was like four dollars more, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't offer you that." I'm like, basically because it's a, that was a new a new customer price point. I'm like, "Yeah, but I got the the thing in my mail. They should know that I'm a customer already, and not go, hey, take this deal." And then when I call in for the deal, they go, "Oh, sorry, you've been a loyal customer with us too long, so we're not going to give you that deal." I'm like, "Y'all should rethink this." Like, cause that's kind of uh, kind of stupid. I let niggas hold the Netflix, uh-huh. the WWE Network, and the Disney 
in between the crew, somebody got the HBO, somebody got the stars. Oh, for sure. Somebody got the Hulu. You know what I'm saying? Like, it turned into streaming, if if you're doing it right, I think, and granted, I'm not one to tell nobody what to do with their money. If you're doing right. it right, it's like going in on a pay-per-view monthly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. got to throw a couple of dollars. Yeah, I pay for Hulu, and my mom pays for Netflix. That's how it's been for a long time. Uh, again, like I just said, with Rich and his HBO. Uh, and Dre, and I think Doc Bruce got my, my damn WWE network. So, yeah, I'm borrowing, and for a while I had Jaw Stars and shit when American Gods was out. And, and that's the thing. Yes, I got my fair share of hookups, too, but I'm not stingy with my... Uh, with my shit either because that's how it is. You know how I'm not paying how it be. I'm not paying the cable bill to watch something on my Xbox sometimes. Especially when I you know, twenty nineteen is probably the year I watched the least amount of first run T V. Um you know I watch wrestling live when we get the call. You know, like other than that, I'm probably not watching it live. I got something else going on. You know? 2018 was um, a harbinger when I just could not, for the life of me, keep up with shows that I absolutely love. Like, I love The Flash and Supergirl. Here I am, months and months and now, a whole goddamn season behind. And it ain't, it ain't that I don't have time or other. It's just like, eh, I'll get to it. Because I know I can get to it when I get to it. Mm-hmm. And, and the culture's changing and mindsets are changing and the psychology of how we watch things. Is is changing, uh, and it's and it's going and it's an ongoing experiment because you have like Amazon drops the drop the Expanse season four, their first season of having the Expanse all at once, and Disney Plus drops Mandalorian in bits, like an episode here, two episodes so there, yeah. right, and then when it ends, hey, look at that, the movie's a week away, you know, or three days away. So it's always going to be circumstances, time of the year, how viewing habits, uh, evolving viewing habits, and and all that kind of stuff. Um, And the and the other thing is, it's so much shit, it's so much content, and it's it's overwhelming. And a lot of times, you just you just you just and going outside is the shit. Yeah, and well, it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Cool. <laughs> I got to pay a lot in rent. I'm going to get my money's worth. I tell you what, and I, I do, I appreciate, I appreciate sports more than I probably have in a long time. Yep. Because I have to watch that live. Like, I, that's something I need. Like, I didn't watch Crisis on Infinite Earth live. Like, I, I risked a day or two because I was like, you know what? Spoilers be damned. I'm going to take my time yep. on this. And it felt good. So, yeah. Yes. I, I, I feel like. Like playoffs, I'm like, okay, I need to be a part of this. All right, let's uh, let's go back to the uh, phone lines three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Thanks, Kylan, for that call and catching up with us after after a little bit. Um, I see I see Brian Phoenix on hold, and I usually like to get him uh, with his schedule uh, in and out, but he's uh, doesn't have his hand up, so. While he thinks about whether he wants to come on or not, let's go to uh, our voicemail that we got uh, this week from uh, Hansi up in uh, Toronto. And it's not—I don't even think he asked the question. He's just 
Banging high. I've never heard his voice. <laughs> no? Oh, shit, okay. I, I know he was like, Periscopes and... for a long time, but I've never yeah. heard his voice. You ever seen one of his, his uh, videos, Periscopes, whatever, and his giant round face is just taking up the whole screen and he's just talking and he's smoking like, a cigarette. And... <laughs> All right, listen. Yeah, that's insult our listeners. Yo, what's going on, East Coast cast? Uh, it's your favorite Pakistani, or maybe your least favorite Pakistani, Tansy. Uh, I haven't been able to call in a right long now. time, and uh, I just wanted to, you know, just check in and uh, say that uh, I've been listening, even though the feed, my my podcast feed is fucking up, so I got to manually go search every week. Um, I'm just glad that you guys are still doing your thing. I'm sorry I don't reach out. I I would. I never know when you guys are on air sometimes, so sometimes I don't That's call in. Ridiculous. I wish I would call in more because I like to interact with you guys. I'm, I'm a fan of Trav um, yeah, and, and, uh, and Cameron and, uh, and uh, you know, Rich and, um, uh, and you know, um, Dre as well. And I just uh, – I'm glad that you guys are still doing your thing. And I just wanted to uh, leave a vo- – it, it's for no reason, really. I just wanted to leave a voicemail and just say that um, I hope you guys are doing well. And um, I'm, I, I will try to call in more often and, you know, try to interact with you guys because I kind of miss – I'll talk to you guys on Twitter here and there and all that. And, you know, Cameron's always uh, making me fucking laugh with some of his – when he pisses off white people. <laughs> so, no, kind of like, oh, listen, guys, uh, I, I'm, I hope you're all well. Happy New Year. And um, I, wish you all, I wish you all nothing but success and love in the future. All right, man? So uh, take it easy. Um, I, I, you know, you gotta play this on the air. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's just, just like a personal courtesy, just to say what's up to you guys. And I, I just feel bad that I never get a call in often and then all that shit. So I just want to give you guys a shout out, man. So take it easy. Well, we did play it on the air. Yeah. I love that. That's really sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Um. Oh. So not only did uh, Ryan not put his hand up, he hung the fuck out. All right, bro. Uh, let's go to wow. Vegas and uh, <laughs> read uh, Jabron's email. He chimes in on the, on the email. He says, uh, Jabron from Vegas. What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Uh, now that Seth has a new faction, uh, do y'all see them getting all the titles on Raw and basically being Raw's version of the Undisputed Era? Yeah, I heard Raw was really good this week, and yeah. Yeah, and I heard uh, and also heard yeah, Buddy Murphy joined uh, Seth's faction with the uh, squad, him and AOP, and now Buddy Murphy is in the group. So to play that out really quick, like Buddy mm-hmm. Murphy and Alistair Black had another banger because that's all yeah. they do. Like they just do stuff I've never seen before, um, and and I should say on a wrestling show. It's we're only what two weeks into the year. Right now, Tyler Bate and Jordan Devlin have the match to beat for match of the year. Like that, it was it. Um, from Blackpool, from the takeover. Yeah, from Sunday. That was it. It was a fantastic match. So um, it wasn't the just the, the, the throw, the punches, and that shit that they were doing. There was that that sequence of punches that people didn't like. I don't think that overshadowed how good that match was. Like that. Like some of the on the block or Chuck. Like why would they just huh? in? I was like, no, I just want to block or duck. Like, I can get, like, for a few, you know, yeah. two, three seconds doing it. Like, oh, y'all just going to keep doing it for 30, 40 seconds. Nobody can do this. Yeah, I, I this is the equivalent exactly. to, 
Rocky boxing fights were just taking place. And also, like, they set up Worlds Collide pretty well with Undisputed Era coming out and Smoke and Imperium. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to go to Worlds Collide. I'm going to the Rumble. Um, finalize that, so I'll be there next weekend. But, um, yeah, that, that that's my match oh. right now. Yeah. Well, apparently um, I'm going to the goddamn All Out. And, and is it All Out? Yeah, it's like Chicago. It's, yeah. Chicago and I'm going to CGP, too. That's, that's the thing that happens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Buddy Murphy and also back have another banger. Pull out a bunch of moves I've never seen before again. Meet each other and kick each other in the face 15 times. But mm. <laughs> uh, Buddy Murphy kicks out of the first uh, Black Mask. But, like, kicks out, like, I think they even said it, like, you could slide a piece of paper under his shoulder. Like, it wasn't even a kick out. It was, <laughs> I adjusted my body. Convulsion. <laughs> it was, no, it was less, movement, less movement than KO putting his finger on the rope. Like, it was less effort than that. Right. Um, but, okay, so he does that. Then Elsa, like, picks him up and kicks his face off again. And so Buddy Murphy is, like, knocked out at ringside. So then... At the at the tail end of that fist fight match, Buddy Murphy joins him. Um, so yeah, so good on him. Like he's a part of the biggest angle on Raw. Like salute Buddy Murphy. Um, do they get all the titles? No, because there's not a title to put on Buddy Murphy. Like they're not going to cheapen um, that position on the card with the 24/7 title. They no longer have the cruiserweight title. So no. oh, you're just assuming um, Seth won't be a Universal Champion. Seth right. definitely will not be universal champion. Um, heel, face, or in between. I think that for the time being, the U.S. title is the top title on Raw, and even though the WWE title is there, I think it just exists in a different space like it has for the last few years on Raw. Whatever Brock, title Brock had, it was him and one other guy vying for it, and everybody else was doing something else. So tell me what happened and we'll get to Jabron's second question after this. Tell me what happened with Brock and Truth. I saw a lot of chatter, but I didn't know what the Yeah. So was, like, what, what happened? So Brock's out there with Heyman doing his thing, and right. Truth comes out. Like, why is Truth here? Truth came out to tell Paul Heyman that he was going to eliminate Paul Heyman from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and Paul Heyman said, Truth, I'm not in the Rumble. And Truth was trying to make sense of it. So Truth declared and undeclared for the Royal Rumble in that segment with Brock laughing hysterically the whole time. Uh, And then Truth proceeded to get laid out, and nobody came out to pin him for the title. Oh, he's the 24-7 champion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I... All right. I, I I expected more. I don't know why why that got seemed to get so much attention. Yeah. I mean it it was I, I'm not describing it as well as our truth played it. It was stuck. Like it was laugh out loud funny what was happening. Um but again, for him to come out and talk big and bad to declare to eliminate Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman like not in the rumble and then for him to undeclare for the match. It was great. Like it, it yeah. Oh, while we're talking about the Rumble, I've been meaning to bring this up 
right in the middle of December when I thought of it. Um, somebody on in the uh, those wrestling girls Facebook uh, page said it was like, what do you do with like Mandy and so, like Sonya is so much better and you know Mandy, you know what do you do with them? And my theory, my on the spot kind of uh, uh, booking fantasy booking was okay. They're not going to not push Mandy Rose, right? Like they had, they want her on TV and doing stuff. But but again, but Sonya Deville is, is is good, and she should probably be something as well, more than than she is. And I think I said you have. Ah, fuck. Did you, you have Mandy Rose um, eliminate Sonya Deville? Yeah, but in the in the in so Sonya in the match saves Mandy's ass, mm-hmm. you know, three four times, and then when it's time to save Sonya, Mandy sells her out and eliminates her, and mm-hmm. uh, and it just gives them. Like something to do, it gives. You know, I hate. I, I'm not a big fan of when. Typically, when people break up, they don't always have to feud. Like you can just not be a team anymore. Like I don't, don't make me choose. Like, like I can both stay heel or both stay babyface and not just be not not be a team anymore. Don't force a uh, a, a turn one way or the other uh, all the time. Like just you know, for storytelling purposes, just shake it up. So. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, I think you you want Sonya to build. I think to be the baby face uh, and, and to be the heel. But it seems like they're doing something different. One actual what they're doing on TV is is she and Otis like a thing on TV? Mandy and Otis. Um. So on Friday, like after last week when she dissed his cake, um, she made him a cake this week. Um, is that, I'm sorry, I saw so, a picture. Yeah. So who knows exactly where that's going? Like you feel like it's ultimately going to be her dissing him, but who knows? Okay. All right. And uh, Jabron's second question: uh, What is the chances that Rhonda shows up at the rump? We haven't heard anything about her being pregnant. Uh, while I believe this is was one of the reasons as to why she left uh, the WWE after her contract was done. Uh, thanks, I'll be listening to the show. Uh, yeah, I mean, just because you ain't heard shit about her being pregnant don't mean, you know, she might not be pregnant, or she might or might not be. I don't, I don't know. But there's a possibility if she's in wrestling shape and can can go. Yeah, that's that's a prime spot for her to come back in. Matter of fact, again, yeah. unless it's unless she's either pregnant or still like no, I'm still I'm I'm trying to have a baby. Uh, I expect her. That's where she she does return. I don't know, like because I think we both think that the most likely scenario is Shayna winning the Rumble. I don't <clears> know. Does do you have Ronda return then? I don't know. Mm. What if she, what if that's a part of uh, putting Shane over? Like helping that much it? bigger? No, 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 no. She fucking eliminates Ronda. Mm, but then, 
I feel like then it gets convoluted to where Ronda's in a match that's not Ronda's a third Ronda and gets thrown into a three way match instead of us getting the one on one Becky Shana thing that we want, you know? Um yeah. I would rather Ronda come back at Mania. Like Mania sell itself at this point. I don't think you gotta advertise who's gonna be on the show. Um so I think her showing up then, I'd prefer that moment. Um, or if they have, I mean, Elimination Chamber is co-branded now. So, you know, um, showing up then, maybe winning that, because there are two women's titles. Maybe that's how you get Ronda on a SmackDown. And Ronda and Bayley, there's, there's money in that. Um, so, yeah, I'd rather it be then. I'd rather show up at, at Mania. I think, I think this is Shayna's deal. All right, so I found I found the ex- the exact post. <laughs> so some the post was Sonya Deville needs to be on her own. Who agrees? Uh, I said she should turn on Mandy at the Rumble. Oh, okay, so I had my own thing wrong. She should turn on Mandy at the Rumble when Mandy is one of the final six because Mandy didn't stop her from being eliminated. Uh, thing is, it would have been the third time in the Rumble that Mandy. Say, oh, Mandy saves Sonya's skin. So Sonya's being extra petty. They fight on the outside. Sonya breaks or sprains a body part of Mandy's, establishing a new deadly finishing hold. Oh, I have my whole shit wrong. Right, because I'm like, well, they want to do something with Mandy. They're not going to turn her. I think that's what my logic was. Uh, like, And I was like, I think this is how you could get them to do this. Like, no, 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 Vince, we're going to. At the end of it, like Mandy's going to be the, the good, the baby face, and, and Sonya can turn on her, and that's okay. So yeah, so Mandy saves Sonya a bunch of times, and the one time she doesn't save her, she gets pissed off and eliminates her when she was one of the final six. And then you know, it's, yeah, okay. And then he goes, "Who do you think deserves to be pushed in 2020?" And this is. This is where the conversation, I got no no, no follow-up. I said, I don't deal in deserves. Who can make money for the company? Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch will be gangbusters. But Baszler should be the most pushed after 2020. I don't have much opinions about the men. And then nobody responded because they, they're, they're the you deserve it crowd and everybody gets a turn crowd. Instead Travis, of, yeah. why was Impact banned from Twitch? Like 20 okay. minutes ago. Holy what shit, the- what? Dog, I, uh, what are they doing over there? Like, seriously. What? Isn't it dead? Well, no, they're on access now, they're, but. Yeah, but don't they, they run both? Like. So no details? It's just they were banned. Yeah, I think there might be an, I don't know. Is there an RVD segment people are talking about? I have no idea. Oh. Yeah, some bitches in the hot tub. Somebody said they got banned because of the RVD segment. I said, explain it to me. Wow. What a week. Hmm. All right. Well, that'll be, uh, yeah, that'll be something maybe we talk about next week when uh, more details come out. All right, let's uh, let's talk to. Oh, thanks, Brian, for the for the email. By the way, 
Uh, let's go up to Brooklyn and uh, and talk to Mike. Let's get him on here. Mike, what's going on? What up? What's up? What's up? What's up, my brothers? My brothers? My brothers? East Coast cat. Um, I mean, cause I know y'all got to wrap up soon. So just quick, you know, piggybacking off of you know certain topics y'all you know spoke on, like mm-hmm. regarding the whole Tessa thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like she put her foot in her mouth, you know, saying the dumb shit. But <clears throat> something that's sicking me even more than that, and I know Cam gonna dig this. And that's that 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 fucking Mr. Jump on every bandwagon, Mr. Cornette himself, like what he said. What he do me, now? I felt, I felt like he tried to fucking like if you listen to like you know his thoughts and comments him and Brian last. I mean at least last you know you know he stood tall on that shit. Like it has no place in it. It's like Cornette tried to come up with a silly way to justify it, like. I mean, like, from what I know, I met a Tessa. This is his words. You know, she was very humble, very nice. You know what I mean? Very nice girl and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Who was Which this is on another the show? Show? There's no experience. Up, and I don't listen to yeah. Drive, yeah, so it was like, um, what did the girl do to provoke Tessa? I mean, <laughs> like, regardless oh, of what. Yeah, it's like, it's like, come on, Bozo. Like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> It's like, come on, man. Seriously, man. Seriously, that shit has no place in 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 this business. At you know what I mean, in 2020, just like his fucking Ethiopian joke, and that's exactly why he's sitting on the well, side. No, I mean, he. <laughs> yeah. I think I think telling a, a bad fucking Ethiopian chicken joke and spitting to my face, calling him a nigger, are two very different things. That's, that that's even the person telling the bad oh, yeah, joke. But- should be like missing the point. I think is the point. Yeah. He keeps missing he, the point continuously. Yeah, like it's it's, it's like he's one, so stuck it's in the fucking time It's like I can look. I can understand the thing people do when they go. I every, man, like everything I know about this person is positive. Or when I met them, it was nothing but handshakes and and, and compliments. People, fans do it all the time. Fans of people that are even in the same industry of people do it all the time. That I that I understand, even if it's a kind of like, come on, just because she didn't, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer had friends he didn't fucking eat. Like, come on, like this, like come on, stop, stop that. But at least I get the human, like, the, the natural human kind of reaction to to go. Well, with me, she wasn't. They weren't like this. Wow, I'm surprised, or yeah. or I, I'm I'm it's hard for me to believe because my personal experiences are this. But to say right. maybe somebody <laughs> no, maybe I guess yeah. I guess there is. I don't want to completely, you know, like oh, there's no way to no 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 no. I don't think there is a response that you could just say oh that's justified. I don't care if uh, if the person. I don't care what that, there, there's no response that that should be uh, that that should be there's no oh maybe she provoked it like here's right. nothing there's that's no justification or could provoke that response right it's no justification I'm the extra uh, hard R part of it like ooh. yeah and you know so, reading up on us you know and reading up you know a little back you know back shit on on the torch and all that. 
you know, this is like her attitude was the reason that prevented her from getting signed with WWE. Because initially, she was supposed to go to the finals of the May Young Classic, the year that she uh-huh. was in. But didn't she complain? Yeah. And she gave out results? Yeah. She gave out like, yeah. that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening in these Twitter threads, and and I'm just like, no, that probably didn't happen, or that sounds like an exaggeration. And you know, you got a fucking cat in your 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 at me. So who the fuck are you, right. Mr. Thirteen Followers? But yeah, it's still so attitude. out like, did she give away? Did she was she bitching in such a bitchy pissy mood? And she went and said, oh yeah, well this person was even Kavita the the V. Had some negative shit to say about her. I was like, "Wow, she got international. She got heat with the one point three million in, 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 in. right? <laughs> like trash." Damn. Let me ask yeah. you a question because she had to pull that off and, and, and said that in front of a Naomi or somebody like that without mm. probably getting dragged across the fucking room. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's, not. I don't think you're doing that. Not happening. That, that like most bullies, you you pick your target right. based on like. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't, have, like, doesn't have power there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she's not Michael Hayes. And the thing is to where. Yeah, and the thing yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is, we all love Tessa. Tessa is my favorite, you know, female right now. And, and I, I think that's one of the reasons Cornette said what he said because he's been riding yeah. as a fan. He's been riding with her since, for since I can remember. And it's hard I mean, when you're one of your favorites, somebody you've been vocally like, yeah, champion. But that should give you, to me, my 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 uh, personal ethos is, well, right. they should, as your friend, as somebody that you put over that big, you should have the most energy for when they fuck up. Right. Right. Because it don't, you know, any other, anything else is just... You know, fucks it. You, you got no yeah, credibility. There's no credibility. Maybe she need to sit down and talk to a pop because you know a pop back in the day. You know he dated black journey, so it's like dark journey again. Well, so that's maybe, the same. That's yeah. the same thing of <laughs> just because you you put your dick in somebody or like you know I, I can't be racist. I, I, I watch you know I love Colin Kaepernick or yeah. like black quarterback. Like just because you like a guy run up and down the field for you. The bottom line, she she got. She got work to do. And then the, the the thing about it, people say, oh, Sasha Banks outside the ring. She, I mean, she's kind of stink, but they say she got this, you know, this real asshole diva. You know, her and Bailey, they don't like to take pictures. They don't like, you know what I mean, to sign her autographs and shit like that when they're not working. And you can't touch them when you're taking a picture and shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine, imagine. Imagine the things that Sasha Banks is probably going through four years, five years on the road with WWE, and I go, all right, she, yeah, she could be I'm a piece of shit to all of all the yeah. fans she wants. Call me ratchet she probably gets, time. Right, she probably gets touched creepily. You know she do. Come on, like it would be. Even if it's like yeah. us, yeah, you can. You, you know, can not. Even, I don't even expect people to be nice. Like in general, right. you know what I'm saying? But like. Outside of being nice, like you, you bullying people in the locker room, telling people not to, not to promote them or not to book them, and spit to people's faces and calling them the hard R. Like you just, yeah. Right. I don't know why you thought that was okay. 
that's the bigger thing. No, like, it's not. Being nice to people is one thing, but like her, no, not you, Mike. I'm not. I'm not saying you. Of course not. But I mean, like her thinking <laughs> that that was like passable behavior, and when right. when confronted with it, basically saying you're not responsible for what happened in the past. Like nobody's perfect. Man. Yeah. yeah, nobody's perfect. It's like real talk. Yeah, but it's it's, it's like the whole cane. Chain and minister society. You bought the bear at twelve forty-five, and then you bought the bear at one forty-five. Your first statement, you it was that it was it wasn't true. You had no recollection of it, and then it's now you're not perfect. Like, come on, sweetie, mm-hmm. make up your mind. But here's the kicker: like, she did a signing recently in uh at wrestling is a, is a store called Wrestling Universe owned by um Jack Black. He uh runs ICW New York. That's his company. Okay. And from what I hear, the report, she was pretty cool because one of my guys, he went out there and she, you know, he was like, yo, she's pretty, she was pretty chill. She was a, a chill, you know, person. Like, but you know, it is what it is. Again, I mean, that the, the, you know, she's like, I don't expect right. her to be for right. all things fucking bigot while right. she's signing people's autographs. It's not as like. <laughs> it's like when the Hogan That's what I said. Every time I, as a yeah. black fan, met Hogan, he was really nice to me. You mean when you paid to get right. his fucking autograph and take a picture with him, he was nice to you? Wow, I, well, that's a surprise. Like, what the fuck kind of... Right. Um, she making fucking she money. Own, like, yeah, she got to own her shit. Right, she got to Like, it right. just makes... It, it seems so easy, right? Like, I'm telling you, that speech yeah. at the end of the show, it was just like, oh, she don't get it. Like, Nah, she doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah. She just shut the fuck up and learn from her mistakes, grow. Get in front of the people. Get a, get that girl on the phone. Apologize to her. Talk to her. Or and don't say shit. Bro. I mean, even if he, even not saying shit would have been. And, and I mean, not saying shit after you had already said shit with the stupid tweet that that lit everything on yeah. fire. But from that yeah. moment, if you just don't say anything anymore, it's better than what she did. Yeah. On so, the side, uh, let me give a happy yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out more to my boys. Notorious, yeah. notorious B.I.G. for making it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's in, he's oh, in yeah. his class this year. He is in his class. And quickly, Trav, um, A.W. I mean, Brian Cage. From what I, from what it was being understood, they, you know, trying to keep it hush hush. But the signing, you know, with him is imminent. And I'm just gonna take a wild stab at it because his contract comes up in March. Okay. Is a possibility that Matt Hardy might be the leader of the Dark Horse. I did see that. Yeah, it's a possibility. And then go back to what the what the leader said, what the Overlord said. Wonderful. That's what he ended the, the shit off with. And you know, it makes sense. If, AEW. That, if, if they have something like that, and they know for sure that that's going to be the payoff, then. I, I would still say it should be better. The buildup should be better, but it, it makes sense why they're sticking with it after after um, was it the one that was at the Vegas show, Double or Nothing? It was just such a got such a horrible reaction from everybody. They were like, "Who the fuck are these goofs? They suck. They, they weren't even that great as the Super Smash Brothers." Now that they got a, this whole new stupid bullshit gimmick, and then they went quiet for a month, two months. And then they came back with those visions. Uh, well, yeah, with the yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, they're, they're really doing something with these guys. And but yeah. after all that, Matt Hardy's the, the leader. I guess I could, I could 
you know, it leaves him in a position where you got 35 people to wrestle for him, and he can wrestle at the big show. And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fight every week on uh, what? You gotta fight every week on Dynamite, on Dark, and on AEW Saturday Night just to get a shot at Matt Hardy a year and a half from then. <laughs> and, and the promos are gonna be fired. Right. Besides. All right, all right, Mike. We got we, 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 we do gotta we do gotta go. All right, all right, fellas. Apollo Crews, go to AEW. Oh, I mean, Mike said he should sure. shield Mike, shield Mike. Uh, Darrell, real quick, uh, any anything you want to leave us on? How y'all doing today? And I don't need to say well, too well. much. It's almost time. It's time. It's been past time to go. The door been closed. <laughs> well, oh, it was well. good listening to y'all, man. About all that well, stuff, Tessa. Well then, no, no, time, time to go. No need to, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for uh, chiming in, emailing, tweeting, calling, voicemailing. Um, thanks Cam for your co-hostship. Uh, we'll get at y'all next week, free folks. The ride-ins here, uh, VIP people. Uh, stay tuned. Click over. Rich and I'll be by to uh, talk talk some more wrestling, and I think we're going to talk the last two issues, the Wonder Twins, and the new. Star book by Marvel. So uh yeah, until next time folks. That's Cam, I'm Trev, and we are out of here. <laughs>